wake up and get out of bed Don't delay your sleepy head Grab a seat on the couch Listen to what we're talking about In a Saturday morning pajamas Hello and welcome. Grab some soda, maybe a tub of popcorn, some milk does perhaps, as Saturday morning pajamas presents at the matinee. I'm your host, Jax, and this week we're going to talk about a little film that I saw at the theaters over the weekend. This film is The Hutsman Winter's War. Uh, to be fair, there are going to be some spoilers in this. Up to you if you want to continue listening. Uh, but without further ado, let's get into the film. So first things first. This film came out just this past uh, few days ago on April 22nd, 2016, and stars Chris Hemsworth. Uh, to be known from now on as Thor, because I, I, he's Eric in the movie, but he's he's Thor. Um, also, we have Jessica Chastain, Charlize Theron, as well we have Nick Frost. And I only bring him up because I love Shaun of the Dead, I love the Edgar Wright trilogy that him and Simon Pegg did. So, yeah, so Nick Frost is a dwarf, and we're just going to talk about him. <laughs> so, first things first, I wasn't expecting too much when I went in. I had seen the trailers, I'd seen a bit about the movie when looking for upcoming releases, and thought it looked interesting. Have I seen the original, Snow White and the Huntsman? No. So there was nothing to taint my, what I thought. Um, I did see someone else's review from a midnight screening. Uh, I heard a little bit about that, and they weren't as pleased with it, but, you know, I thought I'd give it a chance. And really, the friend I went with chose an awesome theater. Uh, we went to the you, the one downtown, which you would think would be like the nice one. No. This one had the cheapest tickets out of all the other theaters around that I usually go to. I mean, obviously cheaper than the luxury, but even the one way hell out by the auto mall that no one else goes to. This had the cheapest tickets. Both of us were able to get a ticket to the movie at 5.40 at night for under $14. I'm used to paying 10 something used to paying $15 to see an uh, IMAX movie in a shitty non-IMAX screen uh, up in Stockton, California, you know, Detroit of the West. Uh, but this was a great price, so I am very happy with that. Drawbacks were that apparently a PG-13 movie means bring kids and don't pay attention. And, you know, there was a cute kid behind us who, I mean, he, he was mostly quiet and there was a commentator there, but it wasn't too bad. And it was great when Chris Hemsworth came on screen. He's like, it's Thor. That, okay, that was cute. The remainder of the kids who would run up and down the stairs during most of the movie, uh, as well as the what the teenagers or tweens, a few rows below us who were on Facebook the whole time, I get the scene. There's cheaper, but you know, you don't want to be here. There is a bunch of stuff to do around. This is a nice area of downtown. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't until recently that entire street was blocked off from traffic so people could go to different shops and things around. And so, you don't want to be here? Don't be here. Very simple. Anyways, <laughs> but enough about my experience. Let's get to the movie. So, movie had a little bit of predictability to it, but still overall was really enjoyable. Um, there were parts that make me groan. It's nothing like Jupiter Ascending, because that's just the top level there of, oh my god, Shannon Tame's a dog? What the fuck? No. 
This one just had bits that were predictable, but still, again, entertaining and it had good pacing. So it did keep me engrossed in the story through, you know, throughout the whole thing. So plot, because this one has a plot. Uh, some movies don't, so I had to bring it up. Basically, they began this movie starts before Snow White and the Huntsman. So the first, I don't know, act of the movie, we'll, we'll say, is about 23 minutes or so, is before Snow White and talks about the hunt, how the Huntsman came to be. Uh, I'll get into what Huntsman is once I get a little bit further into this to explain things. But basically, we have uh, Ravinia, who is the Wicked Queen from Snow White, and then her sister Freya. Now, Freya was having an affair with this guy and fell pregnant, and Freya believed that he would be her, they would, he would leave her, even though his, he was technically betrothed through a family arrangement. But she believed in love that he would come for her and they would be together. Well, things take time. She has her baby, and something happens where the nursery catches on fire, and Freya catches him, uh, the baby daddy in there with a torch. So she she's 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 heartbroken, and just similar to how the X Men work um, in Deadpool, similar to Deadpool, when you had to go through a big thing, when you had to go through a very stressful situation in order for your mutant powers to come out. Same with Freya. She had to go through some traumatic experience for her magical powers to come to pass. And basically this killing of her baby turned her into Elsa, but just the Elsa who made Marshmallow the Giant Snow Beast. Not the nice Elsa later in the movie. Just We're just talking about the evil one right now. So she has ice powers and she's pissed and she becomes very cold-hearted and no longer believes in love. Kills the guy. Uh, and then makes then leaves her sister's kingdom to go make her way up north. Once up north, she builds a fortress and she starts kidnapping children because she wants to turn them into her army. She, these are all so now they're all her children. So she kidnaps her children because you know those, there's no such thing as true love. So your parents never loved you. You are now going to be trained to fight with sword and axe and arrow and all these things. So she becomes a surrogate mother to all these children. And trains them for battle, and she calls them her huntsman. Or huntsman. So, that's what huntsman is. It is a member of her army. Well, the kids grow up, blah, 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 and her, she's continually getting new ones because she she's going to take over the world. So, she's continually getting new children. And at some point, basically, the original children grow up, and that's where we get to Thor. And... Since, you know, there's no love allowed, but Thor and, what's her name, girl? Uh, Sarah, was it? Let's see here. Yes, Sarah. <laughs> Thor and Sarah are in love. They keep sneaking off, and they finally have plans to run away together. Well, Freya has, like, eyes and ears everywhere. She finds out, and... She basically puts a wall, but she tells him, you know, she basically makes it so Thor is thrown off a cliff and gone away, thinking that Sarah is dead. I'm living something to imagination, people. You have to see the movie to know the full details. <laughs> so, Thor is gone, and then seven years pass. And during those seven years, that's when we have Snow White and the Huntsman. Um, and I guess in that movie, basically, he defeated Ravinia. Uh, Thor defeated Ravinia. So now something's going weird. 
Snow White is the magic mirror is still at the castle and Snow White is hearing it talking and wants it gone. So they packed it up and had some guards take it to a sanctuary place. Only they never made it there. So now they've tasked Thor with going to locate the mirror and make sure it gets there safely before it falls into the wrong hands. Okay, and comes with him along is these two dwarf friends, one of them played by Nick Frost. Um, I guess these guys were in the first movie. I don't know their guy's name, but they're good for they're little bit they're basically comic relief. And so I'll start this. I can talk. So they start making their way along. Uh, searching for this mirror. Uh, along the way, they can they come across people who don't like the Huntsman too much. They come across other Huntsmen who decide to kick their ass. They they come across these different things. Um, I do want to point out one thing, one scene, and that's when Thor and the dwarves are in a bar, and one of the dwarves has just gotten basically turned down by this wench that he tried to pick up on, and Thor asks them like which one with the female drawers. They're like, oh, they're ugly. And the drawers are like, oh, they're ugly. You know, they're horrible, blah, blah, blah. And so Thor asks how little drawers are made. And this is the rapiest thing I could have heard. Basically, oh, it's usually an accident. Either it's too dark or a little bit too much to drink. Yeah. Uh, let's just slide that little bit into there and be like, okay, y'all are creepy. Beef. <laughs> Through their travels, as they're looking for the mirror, the Thor and the dwarves that come across this person who saves them from a time of peril, and turns out to be Sarah. And she's pissed, because she believes that Thor just turned around and left her. See, during the whole battle when Freya found out about their love, she had them battle other huntsmen in the courtyard, and then when Sarah and Thor were winning... She threw an ice wall between them, and so they couldn't get to one another. She then used her magical powers to basically show Thor that Sarah had been killed, and so Sarah that Thor just turned and walked away. So they both believed different truths. It's um, only later on that Sarah realizes this really happened, because Sarah was kept in, well, she said she was kept in a dungeon. I'm not too sure if that is true. But it had been seven years, and she has whipped, whipped, um, basically scars on her back from being whipped and tortured. So who knows what all Freya put her through. <laughs> so now Sarah, but Sarah, you know, is with Thor, and she pretends to be like, oh my god, you know, I'll help you get the mirror, and that's it, we're done. They pick up two female dwarfs on their travels, um, because, you know, we have to be like Lord of the Rings and have a big fucking group of people on these type of movies. So now we're the Fellowship of the Six. Uh, you know, conveniently three couples. You know, no spoilers there, but yeah, you, you can see where this is going. Well, let's see here. We meet some goblins. We meet some fairies. We meet a bunch of different colorful characters, which is really cool. Eventually they do. Uh, Thor, uh, the Fellowship. <laughs> Thor's Fellowship eventually gets to the mirror. And as they're getting it to Sanctuary, they, Sanctuary's two hours away, but it's, but it's getting dark. So rather than going at night when there's danger, they decide to camp for the night. Uh, this is something that's proposed by one of the female dwarves and by Sarah. Next one, who comes riding up? Why, it's Freya. 
she had actually used Sarah as her eyes and ears to follow the to follow Thor, to, you know, to find the mirror. She used them since she wanted to find this mirror for her own purposes. So a little bit evil thing, and you know, they basically Freya basically forces Sarah to shoot Thor. Now Sarah never misses. She never has missed a shot. But you know, this is the first time that was totally an accident when she didn't kill Thor. Uh, but Freya believed she was he was shot and dead, so they took off uh, with two of the dwarves, with Nick Frost and one of the female dwarves. They turned them to ice and took them with them. They left the other two dwarves and Thor's supposed dead body behind and took off. Whew. So now we have we get to the big climax part where we get the mirrors back. Freya uses the mirror. Uh, she says the magic words her sister used to say, mirror, mirror, on the wall, you know, shoes, fairs, on the wall, things like that. And her sister comes forth from the mirror. Supposedly, spoiler for the last movie, Ravinia didn't die, she just merged herself with the mirror, and so now she is there. Then, because she is a bitch, she, Ravinia takes over, and now is commanding her sister's army, and her sister just doesn't know what to do. Her sister just, Freya just wanted Ravinia back, her sister. She, you know, didn't expect, she didn't think about all the, she thought about the good times, basically. The Kodak moments with her sister. Not all the bad times, not how evil her sister was, not what was going on that caused her to be killed. No. So this is a big upsetting thing, and, you know, she just kind of doesn't know what to do. And you can sort of see in Freya's face where she's getting a little bit unsure about her sister. Just a bit. She's just not too sure what's going on, and... You see her start to thinking maybe she was wrong, but just a glimpse. Thor and the remaining two dwarves infiltrate the fortress, the castle, whatever you want to call it, the compound. And there is a great fight scene with the huntsmen. Um, and then it comes about that before, at the very beginning of the movie, before that happened, her sister, uh, her, Ravinia, had asked the mirror who the fairest of them all was and was told that the child in Freya's belly, would be, when she was born, would grow up to be prettier than Ravinia. So Ravinia used her magic to convince baby daddy to kill the baby. So she set her sister's power free. And upon hearing this, Freya is pissed and starts fighting her sister. Uh, so now we have Freya fighting Ravinia. And we have the Huntsman fighting Ravinia, and all this is going on. And in the end, boom, we destroy the mirror. And yay, everyone's happy, and people can go free. So now, all is good with the world, and you know, people are happy. The children, all the slave children who are going to be Huntsmen, are free. It's a happy day, and the snow starts to melt. That's the end of the movie. This really, you know. Now, this raised a few questions, though. Mainly, now who rules the North? Because they had, uh, Freya had taken over a large portion of the Northern lands. So we want to know, now who is in charge? Is it, now is it just like a bunch of children rule, ruling themselves? Like, hmm? Um, is there going to be a bad, big massive battle between all the kings to take forth this kingdom? Are the White Walkers from Game of Thrones going to come up? Who knows? So that raised the question, though that also means sequel, possibly. 
Uh, though I've seen the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't look very possible. That said, I will say one of my favorite movies, Boondock Saints, currently has 90% crit, um, fan score, 20% critic score. So you know, and they made a sequel to that, so things can happen. <laughs> Overall, the movie was very enjoyable. Um, it did raise a few questions, but was the fight scenes were great, the cinematography was great. They did use a bit of CGI, but it wasn't horrible. Um, it wasn't that bad. It was actually it was pretty decent CGI. Uh, remains to be seen how well it will age, as some things you can't really tell. Uh, I did think some of those scenes of the mirror doing Ravinia coming out of the mirror and things of that nature that might not age as well as just the general frost or some of the creatures but it was a good effort um, it looked like people actually cared about the movie and they were having fun Thor was you know Chris Hemsworth seemed to be having fun making the movie um, basically they just took away his hammer and gave him some axes but still he looked like he was having fun and I think everyone just really enjoyed the, the process which shows when you see the film Overall, I would give this 4 out of 5 stars for entertainment value. I do recommend going to see it. No, you don't have to see it in 3D, IMAX, D-Box, DFX, whatever. Don't gotta do all that unless you really want to. Just a standard movie showing is fine. <laughs> I'm not even sure if it's in those formats. But just a standard viewing is fine. And it will be a great movie to enjoy. Um... In terms of kids, since I did mention the kids earlier, um, there was a little bit of lovey-dovey scenes, but they don't show any, uh, yeah, show anything good. <laughs> um, so it's that's appropriate. Um, there is quite a bit of violence, which the pain on the kids. It's it's not the explodey blood violence. It's just basically hacking with swords and things. So I think it's just more PG-13 just because you have to actually pay attention to the film and you need that attention span. And sometimes younger kids might not have it. Um, as someone with ADD, I know when I was younger, it was it's a toss-up on which days that would have been good for me. But this is definitely something that I think you'd enjoy if you think your kids would like it but not sure. Wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or DVD. Pick it up at Target, Walmart, or Amazon, wherever go to Redbox, what have you, rent it, and see if that's something really good. Uh, if it's anything like its predecessor, it's currently $5 to $6.50 on Amazon and about the same at Target for the Blu-ray. I know because my copy's on order and will be here tomorrow so I can actually see that missing section. So once again, I'd like to thank everyone for listening today. Um, I do want to give another shout-out to our Google Play Music, our iTunes, our Stitchers, uh, subscribers, everyone who's listening. If you don't have any of those apps, go download them. It's a great way to listen to my podcast plus many others. In addition, we do have our Audible trial that we're always giving out to our fans because we want them to have something to listen to when we're not on the air or when their other podcast just doesn't have an episode out. If you go to audibletrial.com slash SMP, you can download a free audiobook and you have 30 days to listen to this book. Nothing's going to be charged. If you keep the service, then you're charged an additional fee. I believe it's around $15 uh, for the monthly subscription and you get another free book during that time. If you don't like the service during the first 30 days, you are free to cancel. Uh, 
what the service gives you is when you have that membership, books are at a cheaper price um, when you buy them during your membership. So it's a great thing, uh, over 180,000 titles, just something really good that I want to recommend. So audibletrial.com slash SMP for those who want a book. And as always, I'd like to thank you all for listening today. Please leave me a comment on the blog post at nonoms.net. We're going to start having some more details on there in the coming days. So, you know, www.nonoms.net and you can see a little bit more. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you later this week for our Friday evening, Saturday morning podcast episode. Bye.